Iowa. Well, I'm here in Maryland. I don't know if you know. I, first, I. This is so funny that we're, I'm on a podcast because people. I always ask people to come on my podcast, and and, and this is the first time I'm actually on somebody else's podcast. No, this I, is exciting. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to have you on. So today we have uh, Lucy Cerezo, right? Is that right? pronounced right? Cerezo. Cerezo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and I came across your story. Um, I'm not, I always like I, I always find it like fascinating how like I come across people and I always see like maybe that there's a purpose behind it, right? And so I'm curious, right? And so uh, over the last maybe six months, I've really been on this journey of like mindset and like understanding that whole thing behind that. And uh, and uh, I, I want I would like for you to share. I mean, I read I read some of your story. I, I, I did some research on you and you have a fascinating story. Like you're, I, I give you a lot of credit. You're a very strong woman. And I want you to share some of your story. And then we'll kind of go into like some questions that I have on that. Yeah. Um, so I am a childhood rape survivor. Um, and uh, I came from poverty. My parents were immigrants from Laos. Um, they escaped genocide and um the u.s basically saved my my family from from genocide which you know you can imagine how that feels yeah. um i was born here um born and raised in maryland i have an older brother um and i didn't know i was raped until i went to middle school and we were learning about the birds and bees in health class um and i asked my teacher at the time can you get pregnant if you had sex a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Now I was living with my grandma at the time and um, cause my parents lost their job. And so we, um, we had to move up to New York and the teachers just looked at me and said, no, she didn't even ask me why, but she did have that face of like, why would she ask me that? But I was going to a school that had race riots every day we had metal detectors and I can tell you that people were getting pregnant at 13 14 15 and I guess it was something that wasn't unusual for her so that was at the moment where I could have gotten help but I didn't get help um then I went home and I tried to commit suicide that day I felt disgusted with myself um I took a bottle of Advil and, and took the whole thing and woke up the next day without even a hangover so I'm like, well, I guess suicide is not the way to go. Um, I don't what, what I don't like the way I feel, so I'm going to change. And this is at 13 years old. I had no yeah. idea about mindset, about anything, because my parents couldn't even speak English. And I was like, well, I don't want to be poor anymore. So my parents were like, if you don't want to be poor anymore, go to school um, and get a good degree, and then you'll become rich. So yeah. then – my vision for myself was to never settle down and have a family because I wanted to get my parents out, out of poverty. Um, so I was the first person out of both sides of my family to get a college degree in accounting. Um, I made six figures, went up to the top level of a C- CFO because I got my degree in accounting. Um, I got pregnant at 19, had my first child. Now he's 17 years old. Um, going to school work full-time school full-time I got married forced to be married because I was pregnant been through divorce been through cancer and I can tell you that um right before COVID I opened up my own business accounting firm and I was making a lot of money COVID hit and 
I realized that um, I could help more people with mental health um, because I learned how to, I learned how to not suffocate without meds. I I learned that like depression, because I'm, I am diagnosed with severe depression, PTSD, ADHD, anxiety, and OCD. Um, But I didn't learn that until my, until I was an adult because my parents didn't, I mean, they didn't even help me get, they didn't even know how to help me. It's not that they couldn't, it's just, they didn't know. So um, I learned that, that I had ADHD when I was going to try to get into grad school because my kid, my, my uh, Jaden is 17 now, but when he was in kindergarten, they told me he had ADHD and I'm like, whatever, you know, he's a kindergartner. He don't have ADHD. First grade, different teacher told me the same thing. Second grade, different teacher, different school. And I'm like, all right, maybe this kid has it, you know? So we, I, I, I went through that whole ADHD thing with him and found out that I had it. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that I was living with all these mental illnesses and had the mindset that was so beast before, but when COVID happened, I'm finding out that um, the suicide rates are getting so high. It's Mm -hmm. been high before, even before COVID. But the thing that moved me was that my nine-year-old had gotten um, bullied for a whole year. I went on Facebook and saw that a nine-year-old committed suicide at nine years old. And I can tell you that that was when I realized that I had to do something more, bigger than myself. And I've been helping people for so many years telling my story, but I never thought I was an inspiration. Like, I'm like, I did what I did because I didn't like how the way I felt. So if I didn't like how the way I felt, I had to change. Yeah. Um, My parents were both raised in a very poor family and they only knew how to raise me how they knew how to raise me. They, they, they taught me what they learned. And I can tell you that it was in the Asian community, it's the highest suicide rates because um, our culture doesn't even have the word mental illness. It just, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, and then we are very conservative and the jokes of being perfect in school or else you'll get your butt whooped is, is funny because it's true. Yeah. Um, my parents, although I, I retired them at 19, had my mor- I got a mortgage at 20. Um, I was an adult earlier than I needed to be. And now I am, I have a class to teach people how to be their own therapist. And I've already um, taught it 21 times since, since the pandemic. And instead of doing accounting now, I raise awareness on mental health. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I, I, I want to go back a little bit, uh, uh, and so whenever, yeah, whenever you were diagnosed with with uh, anxiety, depression, uh, PTSD, and uh, ADHD, like, uh, what what were I mean? Because nowadays it seems like if someone's diagnosed with that, they just automatically want to put them on like medications, or they kind of want to like put a bandaid over it, right? Uh, what 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 is like the like, what do you suggest, like the, pro- or what do you recommend, like the process be to kind of like start to do it on your own where, you know, I know, I know you're very big into like mindset and how to reprogram, like, how would you suggest someone like start that healing process? Yeah, no, we can, someone can do it right now. The things that we have now that I did not have when I was 13 is YouTube and Google and free, free 
right now we're talking on a phone. Yeah. And the thing that I did was the reason why I started my journey is because if we don't heal our, our traumas and we don't heal our emotions and understand and meet ourselves where we need to meet ourselves, feel it and then heal it, it will show up physically in seizures, in heart attacks, in, in um, early death, in headaches, in stomach aches. And I can tell you that I was so stubborn that I did not change until I physically had to because I was getting sick. Um, what I would say is meditation. As much as people think that's stupid, meditation controls your inner dialogue with yourself. It takes that, um, it takes back control of your mind because a lot of my issues were overthinking. Anxiety is thinking of, of the worst case scenario, which will never probably happen. But our mind is with ADHD, mixed with anxiety, mixed with depression, PTSD. That is a, that is a formula for disaster if you don't get control over it. So I was forced to do it. As much as everything around me was, was happening, I was, I was trying to do this until yeah. I couldn't because internally and physically it was hurting me. So I would YouTube and Google, learn about yourself. I'm not saying be WebMD, let's not do that. What I will say is learn how to meditate and know what meditation does for you. Don't learn how to meditate just because I said it. Learn what meditation does for you. Learn how, um, what depression, anxiety um, means. You know, depression is thinking about the past um, and overthinking it. And PTSD is flashbacks of what you're, what you're trying not to ever feel again and avoiding that because our body doesn't know uh, what's a healthy coping me mechanism and what is um, unhealthy coping mechanism. Yeah. And I can tell you that I've gone to addiction. I've gone through, tried to commit suicide. I tried to abuse all types of substances to numb my feelings, but that, that didn't serve me at all. What it did is almost put me in prison. What it did is almost lose myself um, going on the road of, uh, of not being peaceful and happy every day because being joyful is a choice. Yeah. So if anybody wants to start their journey is to realize themselves that they need to start a journey and that's, they need to start to heal. And that's where um, for the first, cause I teach about behavior change and the first stage of behavior change is denial. And a lot of people are in denial of, of where they're at in life. Yeah. Mentally, spiritually, financially, but mostly mentally. Yeah. Cause they cover themselves with just being busy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so true. Um, so what, what would you, what would you recommend? Like some of the steps to like kind of reprogram, you know, our subconscious to kind of get those old triggers out. Like what would that, would that be like through meta, like whatever you go ahead. So what I would do is, cause I have ADHD. When mm. I did, I can tell you what I physically did was go on YouTube and look for meditation videos, uh, borrow people's inspiration, which I, I type on YouTube inspirational speeches because we have to borrow other people's voices until we can find our own. Mm. We have to listen to other people's dialogue that is further than ours so that we can put that within our brains yeah. instead of using the same dialogue. Because when we're, at 30 years old or 35 years old, they say scientifically proven that we're on autopilot. So everything that we're thinking of are all past emotions and all past yeah. feelings. So now you have to unlearn the things that you have learned all your life um, and reteach yourself. And I think the most questions that I've gotten in, in trying to start the healing process is how do I change when I've been like this for so long? And knowing the fact that you can change no matter how long it's been 
the ability to understand that you can change your mind. You can change how you feel at this very moment. The power of our mind is people can go negative so fast with depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. but if we can go that far left, we can go that far, right. It's the balance of those two is the power that we hold within ourselves. It's nowhere outside. It's not on a person. It's not on things. It's not on money, but it's an internal dialogue that we have to recognize that is lies to ourselves. Yeah. So the first thing is knowing that you need that you, that you have to heal. No and way. being okay with it, because I can tell you that society doesn't make it any easier for us to want to heal because they can't see it. So they can't validate it. So they don't think it's real. But if they go look at the suicidal rates right now mm-hmm. and tell me that it's not a problem, yeah. then they're lying to themselves. Because I can tell you the reason why I got on TikTok and on social media is because the age group between 9 to 34 years old is the highest. Um, the death rate is the highest in suicides. Mm. it's suicide and it's us fighting within ourselves yeah yeah so that that's the first thing is is coming into um realization that we need help and the only person that gets in our way for our own growth and our own healing is ourselves Mm because it's fear yeah that's so true it's fear of failure fear of the unknown and it's like i always uh i go on a walk now and i i'm in a new neighborhood and I was so afraid for a while because I'm like, I've never been down that neighborhood. What if I get lost? And the way you do it is go towards things that are unknown. Because when I went around the neighborhood, I find that it's not scary. Yeah. So you have to literally trick your mind mm. and pushing yourself further and realizing it's not that scary. Because on the other side of fear, you hear it all the time on inspirational speeches. You hear it all the time. The other On the other side of fear is growth. Yeah. And if you don't go through it you're just hiding underneath it yeah fear, fear would definitely hold you back uh you, you speak a lot too like about um like fi- finding um what, what does it mean to live for yourself like what is your definition of that when you say you, you gotta find you gotta live for yourself what is your definition of that for a long time i was a people pleaser and that's part of the trauma right it's it's not wanting to fail others. And uh, I can only speak for myself in the Asian culture and my culture that I was trying to make every single person happy. My parents, my kids, my husband at the time when I was married, all my friends, my my boss at the time. um, And I bared the burden and I had everything, the house, the car, my kids were going to $20,000 tuition, private school. And I felt so dead inside. I felt like I was a prison in my own body. I was fearful of losing things and thinking that uh, also a car and all this money was going to save me for myself. Mm-hmm. Living for myself is realizing that if I'm not happy, I can't help anyone else, yeah. including my kids. So yeah. living for myself is finding what makes me happy because I can tell you that when I was married, I was a chameleon. I basically did things that made other people happy. I was like, I can change so that they feel comfortable, but never ever thought about myself. Yeah. You can do that for a long time, but you can't do that forever. It's not sustainable. Mm. So for me now, now is understanding who I am, being self-aware of yourself is so important. 
I've never found that. I didn't even know that I like using a dishwasher because I never used a dishwasher when I was for, for 13 years in my marriage. Yeah. I use it for a drying rack. I mean, it's as simple as that. But when I lived with my, when I lived by myself after my divorce, I'm like, I really like using the dishwasher because you lose yourself. Yeah. And that's what it is, is the most powerful thing to understand where people don't understand is that when you're happy, everything else will lay. Mm. Your relationship, your the people that you surround yourself with, it'll just lay. Yeah. But if you lie to yourself and you're not authentic, that energy pours out of your pores, even if you tried to hide hide it. You can't hide it. Let, let, let me ask you this. And, and, and now you, I'm in the most healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Let, let, yeah. let me ask you this. And if you don't want to go too far into this, we don't have to, but like oh, oh I have we can go into everything. I'm very <laughs> Uh, when, like There's whenever no holding back, this is part of my life. Whenever you were married, uh, how, did y'all try to like make things like? Was he not on board of you trying to find yourself, or how? how... I can tell you that um, we were two broken people mm. thrown into adulthood way too fast. That's what you're saying, yeah. Um, I realized that now after my healing journey, and we were both angry and never healed our trauma, and we took it out on each other because yeah. hurt people hurt people i can tell you that i can look back and i did everything i possibly could to try to save the marriage went to counseling got on meds um but i only know what i know right i didn't know that i had to heal myself i didn't know about inner child i didn't know about self-awareness i didn't know i wasn't money didn't make me happy i thought that if i chase all the money that when i get it i'll be happy yeah um and i and i don't we co-parent well now but I can tell you that I can look back at our marriage and say that I tried everything I could at the time that I the, the person that I was yeah you, you, um, you tried everything was, with the information you had at the time yeah because I can tell yeah. you that both sides of my family no one got divorced except me I was the first one I was the first one to graduate college also the first <laughs> one to get a divorce so um, I can tell you that I've, I've a lot of things I've done for the first in in my family and everybody's shocked it is a first for me to also do what i'm doing is to take a leap of faith on myself because i can tell you that my friends and family think i'm crazy for doing this because it's not safe Mm, Uh, it's not the safe route of why why would you leave your cfo six-figure job to be helping anybody with mental health yeah um but my eyes are bigger than myself and if and i'm serving other people and this makes me happy yeah you're right you're right let me ask you this uh so uh, how would you suggest someone start the process to level up? Because I know that that's that's your that's your thing now. Level up is 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 the mission. How does someone start yes. that process? The process is understanding that everything was is within your own power. Now we look at we look at Robert Williams, Robin William, Robert Williams, and Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. They had all the money in the world. They could have access to all therapists, psychiatrists, medicine. Um, But they lost the battle to mental illness. Hmm. All three of them committed suicide. And the thing that we have to understand is that a lot of us, all of us, if not a lot of us, because I don't want to speak, I don't want to speak for everybody, is that we think that we chase money, that that's going to bring us happiness. What brings us happiness and peace is to find what brings us peace and remove anything that's toxic that does not serve our soul. So Mm -hmm. the way to level up is to level 
ourself up and everything else will come and then everything else will just lay and that's how it's been and I I'm kind of mad at myself that it took me 36 years to find that out mm. but a lot of people will go all the way to their grave and not know yeah, yeah. to find peace and joy within ourselves is how we get success because money will then come afterwards relationship will come afterwards I can tell you that a lot of people on TikTok because I met my fiance on TikTok they're like you're so lucky I can't wait to find somebody just like that and I told them I was happy with myself. Finally, I was happy with being by myself. And anybody that didn't lift my soul, not even people to stand beside me, because you still wait. But if you're not lifting me up, then you just baggage. Yeah. And in this life, this ruthless life that we're living inside our head and out there, I don't need nobody to drag me down. I could drag myself down. Thank you. <laughs> but it's not luck. It's what you do. Yeah. The consistency every, every day creates happiness. And that's what I'm, they don't realize that if they place their happiness outwardly, yeah, then they're already started the wrong way. It's inside and then out, not outside and then in. And that's where people get it wrong. Yeah. So, so med meditation is going to be a big part of, of just getting connected with meditation, with, uh, inspirational speeches. I hate to say this, but exercise. Yeah. You know, what? I hate right. to say it because I don't like exercise, but I can tell you. I can tell you that um, I'm doing the 75 day hard. It's my second attempt to do it. Um, but it was the, the best thing I could have done for myself. It's not to lose weight, but it's for your, it's for your mental health. Mm. Um, and part of that was exercising. And I started it last year after um, I was in a really dark place and it, it came across my for you page on TikTok. And um, what you do is two 45 minute exercises, one outside, and then one, just as long as you do two, you drink all in the water, um, you read 10 pages of a self-help book mm. and take a picture of your progress and then a diet. And that's all you do. Also, no, no alcohol for 75 days. Not a lot of people can do it, but I can tell you, if you attempt to do it for at least seven days, you will see a change in your life because you will see the change in yourself. Because I can tell you that everybody that's going through depression, anxiety, it's like molasses. Like it's you're stuck you can't get out of bed you like a, a whole thing yeah. um but when you force yourself when you force yourself to do those things all those good things for you you start to then realize what you need to do because people people when they create um fear in their mind that they can't be better than what they are right now it debilitates them it stops them in their tracks they don't do anything but yeah. if you tell people how to do it, once that first step that first step is meditation. That first step is realizing you need healing. That first step is barring other people's, other people's voices. It's whatever yeah. first step that works for them. It's the start. You know, and that, to compete with yourself and not anybody else. That's the other thing. Social media has really um, made it hard for us. And I, it, it's not said anywhere, but I can tell you that social media is probably the reason why our suicide rates are so high. And yeah. a lot of people look at other people's life and compare and that's the problem because yeah perfection isn't out there yeah that, that's true that's so true uh i'm you know I, i'm never really like how you said the inspiration emotion motivational uh videos and like grab onto that stuff that that's that's a very powerful thing like just a, that's a small thing that someone can do that's on their drive to work when they're walking and 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 yes now that you, you or just yes 
just listening to it in the car yeah. or like I think that that, that that's a very that's we're a doing very it powerful and thing. people just 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 uh, it is and I can tell you that it's instant gratification because people are looking for instant gratification yeah. what I will say is pick the ones that are like million views because people with ADHD like me it's got to grab me the first two seconds I'm out yeah. um but I know if it has like four million or even a million um I know it'll grab me and every grabs me i can tell you that les brown i can tell that eric thompson mm. even matt mcconaughey uh, jim Carrey. I've, I've listened to thousands of motivational speeches yeah. by now mel robbins it catches me and yeah. i do not i coat my brain every morning with inspirational speech with the bible app with affirmations before i even allow mm. myself to let the world in because yeah, a meeting with yourself every day in the morning is the most important meeting that you can have no matter who you are it sets yeah. your day up for success that's, or failure. That's so true. That's so. That's so true. And it, it's almost like, a, it's almost like a like our kickstart in the morning, because it, it it's weird yes. because just a little bit of inspiration or a little bit of uh, sermon, like it got, it just grounds you for the day, and then like you're like oh shit like I I feel better already, like and so it kind of like gets the momentum going, and then once the momentum going, you're it's like, like oh I forgot I'm a beast. <laughs> And that's all we need, man. We all, that's all we need. Because I can tell you that our mind resets every every night. Yeah. So we wake up in the morning and we don't, you can have a great day yesterday. We can have a great month. But when you wake up, like 51st States, I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's like wash. It's like reset. So mm. you never know what you're going to feel. So before you even allow life to happen and anybody to come into your mind, you start, you code it with positive things and truth in yourself yeah. so that you start up here up here high so that when anybody tries to bring you down even yourself is hard to bring you down but if you start at the bottom mm. how easy it easy it easy mm. is it that you literally stay down you know what, it's very easy if you start at the bottom but if you, you start at the top that's kind of hard yeah that's so true I, uh and, and i've caught myself sometimes like i'll get up and uh I'll, I, like i'll, I'll kind of like track my day and kind of see how i like my i did and I've noticed like the days that I've get, got caught on my phone in the morning, like on Facebook or Instagram, like those are not my oh. best days. And I'm like, oh shit, that it, that's what no, it is. I like, can tell you. <laughs> don't do that. I can yeah. tell you that I cut phone until I cope my mind. And that's just me because I have severe negative talking. I have severe imposter syndrome. Mm. I know that self-aware, I know that's gonna happen. So yeah. if I know that's gonna happen, I cope myself. I protect myself with armor because I've been out here playing, like trying to fight this mental illness with some butter knife. And now I have a whole castle, some every, everything that I need, the yeah. Navy seal, everything, because I know that's what I need to do that's every day. That's what I have to do. Because I can tell you that with my students, cause I, my students that graduates becomes family to me. And um, I have one-on-ones with them sometimes and they'll tell me how they're feeling and when they're not in a good place. I'm like, so what you do this morning? How was your routine? And every single time when they feel in a funk, they're like, I didn't do it. And I said, well, yeah. I gave you the blueprint of how to start your day, of how you should take that first bite. And I can take you to the water, but I can't drink it for you. Yeah. Even if I wanted to, we can't drink it for our kids. So people are, are needing to have that. That's, that's the, that's the issues that we're having as well is that people are willing to show up for other people, but they don't show up for themselves. Mm, mm. Be and then the other thing also is living in insanity, doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different result. Mm, yeah. Everybody, 
lives in insanity. But what let, kind let, of insanity do you want to live? Let me let me ask you this. Like, let's say, um, let's say someone is 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 has like knows someone that's suffering from this depression, anxiety, and may, and maybe that person is not able. They're not they're not on the on, on track yet to level up. They're still kind of trying to figure out. They ha they haven't they haven't accepted it yet. Uh, how how what's the the right way to approach those people? Because a lot of times those people come off as negative or they come off like real aggressive. And so then it, it starts this snowball of like negativity throughout the day, but how can someone approach that person with not them, with them not getting offended? Okay. So this is the hard part that we all have to understand that we can't change anybody. We can only change ourselves. Mm. Yeah. You can, Tell somebody, I love you so much, and I, I'm doing this class, and you should take it. And I'm taking these meds, and I saw the doctor, and it's doing great for me. But when they're not ready to receive that message, even Jesus comes down from heaven himself can say it to them, and they'd be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Because I can tell you that I'm, I deal with that before, last year when I started this class on a daily basis they're like come on I'm like come on guys I'm doing this for free like you need to get on board and now I don't have to do that because I know what I'm doing I know it works and it's not like waste and spit what I will say to people is I'm not a doctor but the first thing that other that people have to do is really get diagnosed by a doctor mm. you can't go out here on WebMD or Google and be like maybe I have depression well, what is that so what is that what is that process and also for safe wise so now because you have to go to your primary care doctor and tell them how you feel. Like mm. everybody has anxiety. And this is what I deal with with other people who don't have mental illness. Everybody has anxiety. I'm like, yeah, okay. So if there's triggers, I can understand anxiety. It's for our survival, right? So when, before you're about to hit, get into an accident, you feel that <gasps> feeling and then it never comes down. So like when the accident goes away, the anxiety goes away for normal people. Mm. But people that have mental illness, it stays up and there might not be an accident, it just triggers and it just stays there. Mm. And if it affects your everyday life, yeah, something ain't right. So people need to realize that, yes, everybody has anxiety. It's, it's a way of survival. Mm -hmm. But if you're dealing with things every day and having to tell yourself that things are okay and like negative thinking on a daily basis and it's affecting your everyday life, you have to, you have to come to this realization that's not normal. Yeah. So, People need to go to the doctor, primary care doctor, and tell them how they feel. I'm not sleeping. I, I, I feel sad all the time. Um, every day I wake up, but I can tell you that some of my clients, I won't obviously mention names, is someone's scared that their, their dad's going to die every day because their mom committed suicide. Yeah. And so every day they wake up, they go check their dad's breathing. Every day for the past nine years, it's like, okay, so maybe mm. that ain't normal. Right. Like your dad's not actually dead. Your dad is actually healthy. So you need to go to their primary care doctors and doctors, they need to look for. You don't got to lie. You just tell them how you feel. So most primary care doctors can prescribe like Xanax for anxiety. But because of the um, overdose and drugs, the primary care doctor then refers you to a psychiatrist. Mm. And the psychiatrist then tells you what you're diagnosed with. And every three months or every two, however, the, however it works at that time, mine is every three months, um, they, tell, they ask you how you're doing and they monitor your meds so that people are getting diagnosed, the right people are getting diagnosed and they're using the right medicine. Mm. So that's how they're doing it now before 
the um, overdose that we're having right now, I could have gotten my drugs for my primary care doctor and they, they gave me whatever, but because it was whatever was going on in that field because of the overdose, now it's being more strict and people that have illness is not going to be a problem for us Mm -hmm. because the suicide rates is, is it's scary. Um, But that is, that is, that is what you have to do. You don't have to go see a therapist, talk therapy. You don't have to do any of that. But what I would say is that the way we feel, we can change. Now, the severity of it, people can do it with a life change, diet, yeah. exercise, um, because they have positive people around them. They have positive things around them to lift them up. Some people need help professionally. And, and there's some people that I that is their brain isn't where they can do it on their own. Yeah. And that's, that's not me to, to ever say that that's a doctor. Right. But most of us, most of us that has self doubt and negative talking and anxiety, depression, and they're still living their normal life. They can change today if they decide to do that. Mm. It's knowing that they have to change is the hardest part because in the behavior change, it takes about six months to a year for somebody to be in this denial stage of, I don't need help. I'm yeah. fine the way I am. And then it's like, I'm going to exercise tomorrow. Then tomorrow becomes a week, then a month. And then 37 years later, until they get a heart attack or until they get a stroke. Because that's all stress and anxiety leads to dangerous health. We're trying to, I, what I'm trying to do is prevent that from happening. Yeah. And for people to understand that our minds, how, how does our mind work? You know, people don't even look into that. And we have Google. How does our brain work and why do we think negative? So researching that, just the basic thing of understanding yourself is where I would start. And knowing that we're enough exactly the way we are right now. Because I don't know if you know this, but it's it's one in 400 trillion chance that we are born. So Mm. being born in itself, the probability is a miracle. Yeah, Yeah, it's a miracle. So don't waste that miracle on a lie and fear that you're feeding into (laughs) yourself. That's so true. You know, uh, Tim Grover, one time I was talking to Tim Grover and I said, uh, like, what are some of the things that you're grateful for? I was kind of curious, right? He said, you know what? I'm just grateful that I woke up today. And, and, and I was like, man, that's like, like, I was like, you're right. Like, you're right. Like, like you're right. I was like, like, we, we don't even take, like, we take I that for tell granted. You that being grateful? Oh my, I could tell you that being grateful helps with your negative thoughts mm. immediately. So every day I wake up, I start with three things I'm grateful for. And people think they need to be like this big thing of like, yeah, I'm grateful yeah. for making six figures. It's like, nah, I'm grateful that I'm breathing. I'm grateful that I don't have COVID. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have a loving family. I, I'm grateful that I woke up and I have a bed to sleep on because yeah. I can tell you that if you remind yourself that someone else out there would die to be where you are right now. Yeah. The shittiest of area that you're at, if you think that you're in a shitty place, think of people that are in a worse scenario than you. People yeah. that are in third world countries that literally are, are dying from hunger. Yeah. And we're over here upset that we don't have a job. We're over here upset that we all in lockdown. We're over here upset because our girlfriend left us. But you know what? Nothing is an accident, I believe. Everything is, is on purpose. And... Um, I was reading this book and it said something like, and this is part of my affirmations is saying, I'm not ahead. 
I'm not behind. I'm exactly where I need to be because we need to be at our present moment mm. to be really be grateful for what we have yeah. because everybody wants to, our happiness is ahead of us, but it's right here. It's right here today. And understand that's meditation too. It brings you, it brings you to the present day. Being grateful um, is an automatic thing that helps you with your negative thinking. Yeah, uh, uh, it helps me every day. I, it helps me. I can't say that it can help everybody else, but I can tell you that when you listen to motivational speeches and watch people's success stories, they can tell you the same thing I'm telling you. you. It is literally a blueprint. So when you look at somebody that has gone further than you, how you get there mm. is to not look at the people. You are the five people that you hang out with. That's the other thing. If you hang out with five broke people, you're the six. If you hang out with five people that just sits all day, you're the six. If you hang out with five people that don't believe in themselves, you're the six. Yeah. Sometimes you got to reset and just be by yourself until, yeah. until the universe gives you the same energy that you're giving to the universe. This law of attraction is real. Our minds don't even know what's real and what's fake. If you listen to Trevor Mohart, um, he's on Impact Theory. He talks about how like our mind doesn't know real or was fake and he talks about um how this one guy got stuck in a freezer right and um the the lock broke or something and um he wrote on the wall when your mind is on like you have anxiety on stuff you start writing descriptions of how you feel inside mm -hmm. and he wrote on the wall like, it's cold i'm never gonna get out of here um i'm gonna die in here and the next day they find him and he's dead and they find out that the thermostat is broken. It's actually not that cold inside. Um, he had everything he needed to live, but he talked himself into mm, death. Yeah. Mm. That is how powerful our mind is. Yeah. That yeah. is how powerful our mind is. Yeah. So they also say that um, doctors that understand how powerful our mind is, they actually do not bring patients into surgery if they don't think they're going to make it. Mm. Because chances of them not making it is higher now mm, that's so, so true, when people yeah. are positive going into surgery they come out and doctors will do it because scientifically i'm not saying anything that's new what's different yeah. but the way i'm saying is that i'm not i look like other people i came mm -hmm. from the hood and i can tell you that i invested one hundred twenty thousand dollars to go into these seminars and read all these things got a life coaching did all these things to make sure that when i'm teaching in my class that shit is real because I ain't fucking with people's yeah. mental health and think that I can't change your life. I can tell you that it's hard because people got to show up for themselves. Yeah. That is the hardest part. But being understanding that you can change your mindset is powerful within itself. I feel like I'm like the Robin Hood of like mental health because I'm like, why are they not teaching this shit in school? Why is it yeah. not taught yeah. in elementary school? So when kids get to like fucking middle and high school, they're not insecure. I don't know. But yeah. Because right now, everybody's just so, like, social media frenzy and wanting validation from, like, random-ass people. And it's like, yo, you just need it within yourself. Yeah. But they don't even know that part. So here I am on a platform, and um, I had no followers. Now I have, like, 46,000 followers on TikTok. I have close to 10,000 on Instagram. And I started last year during, during COVID with nothing except knowing my mission, my why is bigger than myself. And that's serving people. Yeah. It's not serving anymore is making sure that i can help people um not suffocate anymore yeah not because you can go to therapy but can you go to therapy every day do i want to rely on medicine every day of my life some people don't even have money to do that so then what are you supposed to do just sit there nah we can't do that like if you want to change you gotta yo the power our best medicine is with yourselves
that's and true. that's what people don't understand. They're like, if I get meds, if I get money, I'll feel happier. I can tell you that I'm happy right now. I'm at peace with myself. I'm 37 years old. I have never been happier in my life. Nice. Because nice. jo- being joyful is nice, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. It's wild. I was like, Jesus. I'm like, huh? Where, where, where can, where can, where can they find your what's your website? My website is lucycerezo.com. It's my first and last name, .com. It's a level okay. up course. It's $75. I lowered it for the pandemic. It was initially $350. Um, but I couldn't, I'm probably charging anything. And my pastor is like, um, he was telling me the story. This is the reason why. You know, I came from the CFO world. Right? I came from an accounting firm. That was just yeah. all money. and I mean, dealing with billionaires and millionaires. So was, the mindset is different. So now I'm serving people and it's like, he's like, you're like pastor to people. And he's like, this one is actually my childhood friend that teaches this class with me. I built it, but he teaches it with me because it's because I, I love our connection. And he was like, when I was young, a young pastor, I would get um, taken to lunch by this older gentleman every Sunday um, because I helped him out with his issues and every Sunday he would pay for the tab Um, and like three or four or five weeks come, come and like, Dion felt bad so then um that that Sunday he was telling the waitress like can I can you give me the tab and the man says to him please don't take my blessings away from me you helped save my life and this is the way I can pay you back yeah and you're taking away my blessings if you don't allow me to pay for the meal so now I'm like okay I feel better about it like I feel better about this because how can I survive in this? If we didn't need money to survive, to pay for food yeah. or to pay for a house or to pay for a car, like I don't even need a Mercedes. I just need hell, like just pay for my bus trip. Like that's how much I love what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I don't need, because I had a six figure job and I had a 650 BMW and a beautiful six vision hole on the water. But I can tell you that I would do this for free easily because yeah. I, that's how much you got to love what you do. Yeah, and yeah. if you serve people, everything else will lay. And it, here comes my podcast. Here comes my course. Here comes yeah. everybody that's trying to help me from, I mean, I can tell you my social media platform, someone came up to me and was like, I do this and I want to help your account grow and did it for me for free. Yeah. I didn't ask for it. Like me and you start talking, where did that come from? It came from Instagram. Yeah. Right. Like we didn't know each other. I don't even yeah. know your last name, but I checked out your Instagram and it went with my mission and yeah. we were talking about the same things. And I'm like, I'm here to help you because you'll help me put the message out there that yeah. people yeah. can change. And yeah. the free thing that you can do is on your phone, start researching on what negative thoughts, how, why you have it, why yeah. our brain, works right, out, how does it connect yourself. with depression, self-taught the industry of self-taught industry, by the mm. way, is like, skyrocketed because people because the old school system isn't working where people are not yeah can't afford to go to school that makes sense um and they want things faster right so all the years that i've suffered other people i don't want other people to suffer that is the reason why i started it i started Mm. selfishly for myself then i saw i actually catapulted myself in doing this course because of my children because i want to teach them and i'm like am i going to just teach my kids and then i see the suicide rates and i'm like let's go like i just did it and you just start. How do you start? You just do it. Like you just gotta do it. Yeah. You can think about it, but if there's no actions behind it, you're just dreaming yeah. at that point. Yeah, you just got you got you gotta just go run with it, and then then things will start to fall into place. And and it's 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 crazy how it happens, yes. but, but it's 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 fun. Like once you 
once you start taking those leaps of faith and, and you know that uh, you put faith over fear, like, oh, you just feel, you just You're feel winning. unstoppable. It's like, <laughs> right? Because our minds are limiting ourselves. Yeah. But we can, we actually limitless world. Yeah. If people realize that, if people realize, but they stop, they stop at themselves at fear and fear is like, the death of like dreams, the death of happiness. Yeah. Like it literally debilitates people. I worked with a client that um, she was an attorney and she was going through a divorce and her anxiety debilitated her so bad that she had to take leave. Short-term disability paid her. Yeah. She couldn't even drive her car. She had already remarried, had, had, a, had a child and she couldn't even back out her car. And I worked with her for 24 hours. I can tell you the next day, she, I told her to back up her car in her driveway and drive back up. She called me saying, she was like, I went on 25. I drove myself to the grocery store and my airbag. See how a beast you are? For years, she sat in that bed and didn't move out of her house. Yeah. But Barring my spirit and understanding how our mind works, yo, yeah. this woman is now an attorney again. Nice. Is able to like live her life in the way that she deserves to live it. And it's from fear. Yeah. Our fear can do so much to us. I didn't even realize that mm. people can get short-term disability on anxiety. Yeah. I didn't allow my anxiety to be that severe. Or God also helps me. God has been in my on my side since day one and i didn't i am a new i'm a newbie on this christianity thing but i can tell you that my faith has helped me so much in my leveling up yeah of understanding that there is something higher than us bigger than us whatever you believe in um miracles has happened things has happened but i can tell you that if you have faith in this life it'd be much easier for you to level up mm nice nice you can and hear that in all motivational speeches and anybody that's successful um because all business books actually come from the bible yeah yeah it's true yeah yeah what's your what's your favorite uh, business book uh, right now i'm reading um um the five minute rule by mel robbins what is it the five and reading the first page the five, uh, the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Oh, five second rule. Powerful, um, so power, powerful, powerful concept. Yeah. That's a powerful concept. Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. And yeah. go. Watch and that, that's just like, I can so tell you that she's helped works. a lot of people with that. Yeah. Did you, did you read it? Well, I can tell uh, you that. I, I've, I've, I've watched some of her, her stuff. Um, through a TED talk. Yeah. I watched some of her stuff and, and that concept and that, yes. that this, the way she simplified everything. And, and, and if you actually do it, yes. like it, it, it works, like it's crazy, but like, it's like, oh shit, like yes. that simple. Yeah. That's how easy it is. Cause you know why <laughs> people think it's so dumb. They don't do it. Yeah. But like, how are you feeling right now? You feeling like fierce? So you feeling like defeated right now? Yeah. Um, I can tell you that in the morning, um, I was like hitting the snooze button like 17 times. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. Um, I started that five, four, three, two, one. I got up. Yeah, I got up. I I um, made my bed. That's the first thing that you need to do because then you feel productive, um, and show up for yourself. Show up. But if you go past five seconds, I'm hitting the snooze button. Your mind starts thinking yeah. it's warm. You can you can do your exercise tomorrow. You can start this whole mindset thing tomorrow. Then I told you tomorrow's goes to the next day, then a week, then a month, and 37 years later, yeah, you're not starting because your mind is literally lazy. It yeah. does not want to 
do anything it's not used to doing. Yeah. But yeah. that's 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 why you can't. But that's why people ain't changing, because yeah. they're so used to even living in misery. They'd rather live in an abusive relationship because they know they're gonna get hit when the husband or wife comes home and then they eat dinner and then they go to sleep. They know that feeling. But if they leap, the, if they go out of that out of that comfort zone, comfort zone, the unknown is like, oh my god, what have I? They fear themselves. Like, what if I get into work? How am I gonna survive? Um, that's why people would rather live in misery, no matter how miserable mm. life is. That's how bad autopilot and misery, um, how people are so used to their known feeling that they would rather live in misery. Yeah. Man, That's it's, insane to me. It's like, yeah, you are doing it now. Nice. This is the time if you want to do anything, because we're on the same playing field as like the celebrity, like people think they hold celebrity as gods. You know, we have our own podcast. I don't know where you came from. I came from the hood. And, um, they doing the same thing. They doing yeah. lives on Zoom. Are yeah. we not doing that? Are we not yeah. showing up for ourselves? Yeah, so if you want to do something and be somebody, this would be the time to do it. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Hey, Lucy, it was a, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure talking to you. Let's let's definitely stay connected. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna share your, your Instagram and your, and your website. I'm gonna post this on it was YouTube. Amazing. Well. Thank you for reaching out to me. Nah, for sure. Let, let's stay connected. And if there's anything thank I can you do so to help much. you, yeah, let, let's stay connected. And thank you again for your time. Uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. All right, ma'am. Yes. Bye. Awesome.